Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Decibel Geek Podcast with Aaron Camaro and Chris Simpson. It's a brand new year. No more looking in the past. Only time to rock into the future with the Decibel Geek Podcast. My name is Aaron Camaro. Joined as always by my main man, the rock and roller himself right there, Chris Sinzak. Yep, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. You know, last week we looked into the past, but now it's all about looking into the future. That's what rock and rollers do. We don't dwell on the past. We look to the future. Right. But I'm going to play a few songs from the past. Yeah, me too. Okay. We celebrate the past, <laughs> but we rock to the future. We do. So this is something we've done in the past. Um, we look forward to the albums that are being made or that we think will be made in the next year. I think this show is semi-historical, kind semi-traditional. See if we're right on some of these picks. Yeah, we always are hopeful for new albums coming out in the next year. You know, we always like to celebrate what happened the year before, but then right away, let's look ahead, you know. And we thought, let's do what we used to do and do an album's anticipation mm-hmm. for 2019. The right. stuff we're looking forward to. Yeah. The mm-hmm. hopes and dreams of tomorrow. And so, I mean, from what I researched, there's like a lot of great artists that we love that are going to be putting stuff out this uh-huh. year. Uh-huh. So, so and far, I, so good. A couple of my picks are even new songs. Oh, good, because yeah. I cheated too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we get into all the cheating and the lying and the deceiving and the celebrating of the new rock Who are you talking about? <laughs> Listen to Torpedo Changing Dudes the rules. for that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, it's funny. We just got done with it. We're just starting this, but we've actually gone through a pretty good recording session already because we've done Torpedo Dudes and a new episode of the Chris and Aaron show that is so behind the curtain, it it (laughs) might just blow your mind. But uh, now we're getting into the meat and potatoes of the actual Decibel Geek podcast. We're always excited to do this, and we always like to start it like this, by giving the love back to the people that give the love to us. That comes to us in forms of podcast reviews you know recommendations all that good stuff we got a couple of them here we've been on a roll man yeah people are being great about leaving reviews i love it love it so much this one's entitled metal dumb meets geekdom it's five stars in apple podcast comes to us from eddie Mann right here in the usa says this keep up the good work guys i especially like the anthrax state of euphoria episode if you love metal listen to this show Awesome. Short, sweet, to the point, showing Sean Franklin the love. And he will be back on the show because he's you working on the next Anthrax re-release. Keep him coming. Yep. I love that stuff. And this week we also have a Facebook recommendation. Dude, no, we a- don't. We, we can just skip this. No, but it's right here. We have one. We don't have to read this. But it's here, so i got to read it. Why wouldn't we read it? Let me read it. Right. comes to us from Brian Thuvenel. Oh, he's a good friend of our show. Was. Okay, well, let's see what it says. Uh, goes a little something like this. Listen to the best five Kiss songs, 1974 through 1979. I have to say I really enjoyed the show. 
and I love your show. Props to Aaron Camaro. His picks were spot on. Chris, on the other hand, well, love you, dude, but your picks sucked huge nutsack. Then again, I tend to agree with Aaron 90% of the time. Aaron just rocks harder. <laughs> that headband's getting a little tight on nice. your head there, buddy. Oh, man. Wow, what a way to start the new year with the greatest iTunes recommendation that we've ever received. I wouldn't call it that. That's You can't do any better than that. Oh, yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Brian. No, I'm just kidding. Thank you. Anyway, I'm glad you still listen to the show. Oh, man, that's great. Even if my picks suck huge nutsack. Huge nutsack. I didn't think it sucked that huge. Maybe my picks this week will suck smaller nuts. (laughs) I have good faith in your picks this week. Oh, boy. I'm glad you do. (laughs) That's right. I know people love you, too. I know. The nerdy people. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Uh, You're the decibel and I'm the geek. Exactly. See, that's why this all works so well. Get my pocket protector. (laughs) (laughs) And speaking of geeks, how can we forget our geeks of the week? Yeah, the people that shared on Facebook, retweeted on Twitter, our best of 2018 episode. That went over really well. Had a lot of fun doing that one, playing some cool songs, even the ones that sucked huge nutsack. Um, <laughs> especially love those year-end mega episodes. Yeah, it was over two hours in Woo. length, so you can take your time on that one. Geeks of the Week are Denver DeSerano, James Brendan Dunn, Cool World, Joe Royland, Sit and Spin with Joe, Neil Johnson, Brendan Barrier, Joseph Capone, Shay Hargett, Jay Shabluski, Shane Abair, James West, Mike Parnell, Steve Wright from Potter Than Hell Podcast, Ray Coon, Lizzie Borden shared it. Lizzie freaking the Borden. Lizzie Borden. Also, Andrew Freeman from Devil's Hand shared it on right Instagram. On. Love that song. Aaron Baker, Sneed Rock, Jeffrey Mendenhall, Dave Huckridge, Brant Cattell, Adam Cox, Sean Cullen, Mark Alden Taylor, Freeform Rock Podcast, Simon Cat, Bill Elam, Mikhail Burrell, Todd Cunningham, Christopher Stokes, David Kathy Eladio, Graham Spark, Ernesto Aguiar, and of course, the, the Mooger Fooger. Thank you to everybody that shares and retweets the episodes. If you want to become a prestigious Geek of the Week, all you got to do is just that. Take this week's episode, our album's anticipation for 2019, share it, retweet it, your name becomes an honorary Geek of the Week. Yes. Gotta love that. Yep. All right, you're ready to blast into 2019? Let's do it. Got some cool stuff coming up this year. I want to start out with this because it's going to be an exciting year because we're going to get new music from both Sebastian Bach and Skid Row. Oh, is Sebastian doing a new record? Yes. Sebastian's been working on what he calls a new career-defining solo album. Hmm. He said that he originally planned on doing a fun, uplifting, acoustic-style album, but plans changed when he began talking to a new record label that was interested in a heavier album. Since then, he's been working on songs with Steve Vai's drummer, Jeremy Colson, as well as guitarist John Five and Steve Stevens. Oh, wow. Meanwhile, his former band, Skid Row, they're planning on releasing the final chapter of the United World Rebellion trilogy, but unlike the previous two EPs, Part 3 is going to be a full-length album with a new singer, ZP3. Oh, yeah. Formerly Dragon Force. And man... This guy can sing. Oh, yeah, he's got really good pipes. I mean, you ain't got to worry about him not being able to sing that old Sebastian mm. Bach stuff, because this guy can freaking wail. Yeah, he's really good. And Sebastian Bach, of course, he's still singing these songs to this day, so he's still got her as well. But uh, that new album from Skid Row is going to feature songwriting contributions from Marty Fredrickson, which he's done all kinds of cool stuff in mm-hmm. rock, Lizzie Hale and Joe Hottinger of Hailstorm, as well as Corey Taylor from Slipknot. Wow. Plus, plus... 
It's being produced by Michael Wagner. Yep. Oh, hell yeah. I'm excited for both these upcoming albums, and I hope they include songs that are as good as this one. From Slave to the Grind, you gotta love it. This is a classic Skid Row tune, one of my all-time favorites. It's Beggar's Day.
that one. Yeah. 2019 should be a good year for Skid Row fans. Oh, yeah. Get a little bit of both. Get that good hard rock and smash and box stuff. You know, he's he's come out with a bunch of stuff, you know, over the mm-hmm. years since since splitting with Skid Row. Still a huge fan of the Angel Down album. Yeah. And I, I think I, that's his best they, one. I, I think, think that's his peak right there. And then yeah. the rest of them, the production was kind of funny on some of those other ones. But, uh... I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see what happens with the new one. Always look forward to new music from Sebastian Bach. And, man, I'm intrigued by what's going to happen with Skid Row. I mean, you know you got Michael Wagner in the mix, so it's going to be awesome. The band, you know, if you listen to those last two EPs that came out that were the first part of this Mm -hmm. trilogy of albums, it's good stuff, you know. It's got a different singer. You know, Solinger was solid. You know, he's a good singer. And the songs are really good. So I'm really intrigued on what this is going to be, the full album with all these contributions and, you know, the new singer. I I got to predict this is it's probably going to be in my top 10. It'll be interesting at the to end hear. of the year. I'm, Especially with I'm the believe, I'm putting the money on it now. With the outside songwriting, I'll be interested to see what they end up turning out. Yeah, that you know, that can be good and bad. Yeah, you know, that can be good and way. bad because, you know, Skid Row has never had a problem writing their own songs and the new singer Z, you know, he he's he's a songwriter himself, you know. Yeah. Get, you ever listen to that band I am I? Mm-mm. I ought to check that out. Yeah, well, pretty good stuff. I think it would be right up your alley because it's it's very power metal ish, but very popish at the same kind of time. Melodic. And I think you would, yeah, very melodic. Okay. I think you'd dig it a lot. Cool. So uh, this is one of those where you really wouldn't expect there to be a new album by this band because they haven't been heard from in forever. You heard of Shark Island? I mean, yeah, they were like the one of the forgotten '80s Sunset Strip yeah. bands, right? Let me, let me give a little bit of backstory on Shark Island for people that may not know. They were started in '79 by singer Richard Black, whose then name was Richard Zerny, CZ, so he's a fellow Pollock, <laughs> and uh, lead guitarist Spencer Sircombe under the name of Sharks. And they met in high school, began writing original material, and this is interesting. Um, Sircombe played and worked for BC Rich Guitars, and while working at BC Rich, he had a hand in designing one of their most popular guitars that's sitting right next to Aaron, right here, the BC Rich Warlock. That's freaking awesome. He actually helped design that. That is, you know, if you're putting together a resume, yeah, that's number one. That's like an iconic, totally 80s guitar. iconic. I love it. And uh, they practice out of a small home in a commercial area in Arcadia, and uh, the the walls of the studio were lined with empty Mickey's Big Mouth bottles, which was their official beer. I remember those. Very and skunky. It was the inspiration behind the band's logo, and they were completed by drummer Dave Bishop and bassist Jim Volpicelli. And over the next few years, they would become one of the hottest bands on the Sunset Strip. In 1985, they changed their name to Shark Island, and they became the house band at Gazari's, which was a tradition previously handled by Van Halen and Motley Crue. Right, yeah. And they were um, able to they secured a record development deal. They were signed by A&M for one year with no promise of being permanently signed. In 89, they recorded and released their only official album at that time entitled Law of the Order, which is pretty good record hmm. it failed to get any traction and the band did break up uh richard black would front the over before it begins contraband right after that oh yeah that's right yeah it wasn't really a, it was more just an album project right and um, it was all right it wasn't gr- that great shark island would attempt to reunions in 94 and 2005 with limited success but in december of this past year the band released the song i'm about to play for an upcoming album called bloodline this is shark island with policy of truth
further details on this album but that's really all i know it should be interesting to hear what they do right that's that's a cool story man yeah. i like that because you, you you know there was one of them bands that you always heard like the legend of you yeah know? they kind of own the strip i never the heard time. the album but i mean they were a gazaris well band. and i like guess I say motley crew van halen that's a launching pad for every band yeah. except for shark island well and the biggest i guess the biggest trivia fact about shark island is that axel rose stole richard black's stage moves like oh, the snake really? dance and all that, that was, Richard Black originated that stuff, and Axel basically just ripped him he off. He patented it. And I've heard that people have asked Axel in interviews about, like, did you steal Richard Black's stage? And he would just change Never the subject. Never heard of him. Yeah. Shark what? Yeah. No, nah, I don't yeah. know. Gray White? Oh, I love Gray White. Yeah. I hate Gray White. <laughs> Axel has always hated Gray White, didn't he? Mm-hmm. All right, well, I guess if you're going to cheat and play a brand new band, then I'm going to go ahead and do the same. I've been feeling kind of funny lately because it's been a long time since I played some Ugly Kid Joe on the Decibel Geek podcast. I feel like I'm not doing my duty anymore (laughs) as an official Ugly Kid Joe number one fan. Okay. I can't tell you if or not they're coming out with a new album in 2019. I have no idea. I don't either. But I got a message from my good friend and fellow Ugly Kid Joe fan number one, Metal Mike. You did. And he turned me on to something so cool. A band called Yellow Cake. Okay. Now, you know, Whitfield Crane, he pretty much lives in Australia now. He's down in Melbourne. He's loving it down there. And so while he's not doing Ugly Kid Joe stuff on the entire planet, except for America, right? he's hanging out with kick-ass musicians and rock and rollers down in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. So he puts together this little band that he's working on the side of Ugly Kid Joe with some of the most kick-ass rock musicians in Australia, and they call it Yellow Cake. It's a weird name. It is a weird name, but I mean, what are you going to do? You got to come up with something. All the names have been taken. It's no Ugly Kid Joe. It's no Ugly Kid Joe, but then again, what is? Right. So I want to give you a taste of this because I can't tell you what the. I know I, I'm. I what I've read is there's an EP coming out, and I don't know what it's called. I don't know when it's coming. <laughs> I know the band's called Yellow Cake, and I know this song's called Devil's Call.
heavy, very Sabbathy. Yeah, not what you would expect. But you know, Ugly Kid Joe, you know, that's got such a huge Sabbath influence on yeah, it, so. you know, and Whitfield Crane, when we had him on the show all them years ago, talked about his love of Black Sabbath, and I read a really cool story about him. This is pretty neat. Back in 97, I guess that would have been around like the Sabbath reunion time when mm-hmm. they did those couple of songs and then went back out on tour, and it was all four of the original guys. So they got to get together and they got to do rehearsals for mm-hmm. the tour, right? Because they haven't played together in so long. Right. And so they get in there and Ozzy's like, why do I got to come to rehearsal? I know these songs. I've been playing them all. I'm the prince of fucking darkness. You know, mm. I don't I don't need to practice. Practice? What's practice? I'm Ozzy Osbourne. Mm. But the rest of the guys, they got to get their timing down. So they need somebody to come in and basically be a track singer for right. them for in rehearsals. And that was Whitfield? Whitfield gets word of it. And calls Sharon. He figures out how to get a hold of Sharon, calls her. He must know her. She must like him because he goes, hey, I heard this thing. Is it true? Is it true? And she's like, well, I can't tell you if it's true or not. And he says, well, if if it's true, then please, 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 please. She's like, okay, go to the airport. I'm going to send you a car. For like three days, Whitfield Crane got to be the lead singer of Black Sabbath in a warehouse singing through the the whole PA for the concerts, Ozzy's microphone, and got to do it all. That must have been fun. How cool is that? Wow. Total dream come true stuff. No kidding. Even if it's just rehearsals, it's still awesome. Three days, the real, it's the real deal. You're playing with all three of those guys. You're You're being Ozzy. Wow. I wonder if any of that got filmed. Oh, man, I'd love to see it. interesting to hear how he would sound doing that stuff. So good, I got to imagine. You ever heard their cover of NIB? Oh, yeah. It's It's amazing. Awesome. It's one of the best Sabbath covers there is. That's what I always love about Ugly Kid Joe. You know, people make fun of me for loving him so much. But, I mean, they love ACDC. They love Sabbath. They love Ozzy. They love Motorhead. You know, wow. If those are your influences, how how can they suck? And and they're freaking talented as hell. That last full record they put out was great. Amazing. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to this new yellow cake stuff. Yeah. I really like that. It's very Sabbathy. Cool. I can dig it. Cool. All right. So for my next one, um, and this is very timely because the uh, the title track for this album just got released today, as of when we're recording this. Oh, right on. Tesla has a new album coming out in 2019, yes. and uh, they still got it, man. Yeah. But uh, I want to go play something from the debut studio album they released in 1986. I'm talking about Mechanical Resonance. This album was being recorded. They actually were still called City Kid during the recording of it before they changed the name of the band. Yeah. This album really got the rock world's attention with singles like Modern Day Cowboy and Little Susie. But I'm opting to play this tune that's regularly their concert opener. Here's Tesla doing Coming At You Live. Come on! 
Tesla album Shock is coming out in March, and as I mentioned, they just released the title track, so go over to the website and get that. Yes. It's uh, produced by Phil Collin of Def Leppard, so uh, I'm I'm interested to hear how big this is going to, because, you know, Phil Collin went to the Mutt Lang School of Producing. Right, So you know this album is going to have a huge sound to it, so I'm really excited to hear it. That's cool, and I'm always excited to hear new Tesla music. Yeah. The more the more Tesla music in my life to choose from, the better my life is. Yeah. I'm telling you. And if you're a Tesla fan, keep listening to the podcast. Yeah, and if you're in Nashville, they got a big show coming up at the historical Ryman Auditorium. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's really cool because Ryman is a historical place, and Tesla's going to be playing there. It's going to be pretty badass. I saw Tesla in the Ryman in 2006, and it was one of the best concerts I've ever seen. Right on. Yeah. I'm going to have to try to find my way down there for Oh, that. for sure. I freaking love Tesla. Me too. All right, here's a band I'm pretty excited about coming out with a new album in 2019. I'm talking about the Wild Hearts. Do you know it's been 10 years yeah. since the Wild Hearts have come out with a new album? It's such a great band. And the cool thing is, is about 10 years ago, maybe a little less, it looked like the Wild Hearts would never get back together. Yeah, Ginger. You know, Ginger went out. He yeah. was playing. He was lead guitarist for uh, Michael Monroe for a while. Yeah, and then did a bunch of solo stuff. A and lot of solo anytime stuff. anybody would ask him about the Wild Hearts, because that's always the thing. You know, yeah. you're in a band that's pretty well known, especially in the UK. These guys were super popular. I don't know. They didn't really catch on that much in the states, but no. the people that know who the Wild Hearts are dig them and you know realize they're awesome. One of the most underrated rock bands ever. Oh, totally. Yeah. And so when people are always asking this guy, he's just out there i'm just trying to do solo gigs you know and everyone's like when the wild hearts getting back together mm-hmm. when the wild hearts getting back together and then finally it happened and uh it's very cool you know it's just a great band and it's like their classic lineup mm-hmm. these guys have been there for like the longest amount of time so it's their the real true lineup that a, a true wild heart fan would want yeah. and like i said the first album in 10 years is going to be called renaissance men i think it's coming out right at the beginning of may cool so Definitely something to look forward to in 2019. I'm going to go back a while. This is a tune by the Wild Hearts. I really, really dig. you got to check this one out. It's called Love You Till I Don't.
from Tesla. Twelve studio tracks produced by Phil Collin of Def Leppard. Featuring tastes like California Summer Song, Shock, and many more. Catch the band on tour throughout 2019. Tesla, Shock, available March 8th. Pre-order now. Break time. Taking a break. Yep. Did you bring some lunch? No, not today. I'm just having a beer. Yeah. Having a beer for my lunch break. Liquid lunch. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we got going on? I mean, before we start recording this, I mean, I guess we did a whole bunch of VIP stuff. We did. We did a new episode of the Chris and Aaron show. That's for $3 plus patrons on Patreon. That's where I spring it on to Chris that I'm moving away. He is. You get the whole story. We're not going anywhere. Don't worry. It was one of them deals where he comes over to the house and I want to tell him what's going on, but I thought, no, the VIPs deserve the true behind the curtain. So I'm going to wait yeah, you'll hear it until I, I set this poor sucker down here on the couch, plug <laughs> in the microphones, get everything fired up, and then be like, hey, man, I'm moving away. Yeah. Not that far I hear away. Zanzibar is really nice. So <laughs> have a good time. Moving to Zanzibar, man. Yeah. Got a great job opportunity down we're, there. We're, Cabana we're, boy. We're shopping for two tin cans and a string so we can continue to do the <laughs> a podcast. lot of string yeah no we'll still be so become a patreon <laughs> vip so you can help us buy more string keep right. the show going and we also, need all the string we can get we also did a very topical episode of torpedo dudes our kiss podcast everybody always loves it when we do vinnie vincent specials on the decibel geek yeah, podcast but now <laughs> but now that we've got our own kiss show yeah we've got to do our vip specials for vinnie vincent on the torpedo dudes yeah you don't know about torpedo dudes that's our kiss podcast so what would it be like if chris and aaron instead of doing decibel geek would have only decided to do a kiss podcast and we're doing it and not only are we doing it we are the greatest kiss podcast ever on patreon yes we are freaking awesome yeah we uh we discussed the new developments with mr vincent and being that we're right here at ground zero in nashville (laughs) tennessee yeah it's easy for us or ground negative something i don't know but uh we discussed that we discussed kiss's show upcoming at the whiskey the sirius xm rehearsals eric singer's q a we were we we touch on a lot of stuff yeah and you can if you can become a patron on patreon just for as little as a dollar and you get torpedo dudes you know what i love about torpedo dudes Mm. celebrating kiss yeah it's fun it's fun for me. It's always fun. I can I talk like about it. Kiss every day. Right. And now we got our own outlet to do that. So become a VIP and do that. Um, you know, just the normal stuff. You know, it's it's a whole new year. There's all kinds of new exciting things happening. You want a taste of that? 
check out what Rock and Ron's got going on mm-hmm. because there's always something new going on on Decibel Geek TV. Get on over, check that out. And we're done watching all those awesome videos and all the cool videos that he's done for Decibel Geek. He takes some of these shows and makes some video episodes. Mm-hmm. So if you love our shows, check out the video episodes and then all the other awesome stuff that's there as well. And then you want to get on the conversation, you go to Facebook, you look up Decibel Geek Podcast. Coxie's over there running the show for us. All kinds of cool stuff going on there. Get in on the conversation. Rock and rollers communicating. Yeah. I like that. And then when you're done with that, go on over to decibelgeek.com and fill your mind full of awesome things like articles and reviews, mm-hmm. albums that are coming out. Probably They probably know about albums coming out that we don't even know about. That's how we put our best of the year list together. Yeah, Go it's a huge that. help. When you're wanting to learn about what's new in the world of rock and roll, got to be decibelgeek.com. Yep. That's your start right there. All right, we done chilling for ourselves? I think so. Okay. I think we've done it all, said it all. All right, so I guess it's my turn. It is your turn. So another favorite from back in the day releasing a new album this year is Dokken. Yeah? And as you know, this band is a constant soap opera. I was going to say, who, <laughs> who's exactly in Dokken nowadays? Well, the past couple of years, they did some reunion shows. Right? They, they put a new track out with their reunited yeah, lineup, which is pretty good. good. Don Dokken mentioned in recent interviews that a new album's being worked on, and it, it, they're supposed to have an album out in the spring. Functional too. Yeah, hopefully it's not an Ace Frehley in the spring type announcement. But uh, from what I gather, it'll be the newer version of the band with John Levin on guitar. Which they're good Which too. is good. This will be the uh, first release since 2012's Broken Bones album, so it's been a while. It's been seven yeah. years since they've done one. But let's go back in time and take a listen to one of my favorite Dokken songs from the Under Lock and Key album. This is Unchain the Night.
Can't go wrong with old school Dawkins. No, and you know, the new stuff is good too. You know, Don yeah. Dawkins surrounds himself with good musicians. George Lynch or not, you know, Jeff Pilsen or not, mm-hmm. you know, yep. Mick Brown or not. Yeah, well, I think Mick Brown's still playing drums. Yeah. But it's uh but John Levin on guitar, he he doubles as their lawyer too. Well, he's good at both then, yeah. I guess. He shreds as a lawyer. <laughs> he's a shredding lawyer. A shredding lawyer. I will shred your opponents in court. Yes. <laughs> All right, so what you a got great the, commercial. So you got the next pick. What do you got? Well, I was thinking about this, and you know, it's kind of more of a wishful thought than anything because I think I've finally come to terms with the fact that Poison's just not going to put out a new album ever, are they? It doesn't seem like it. But it always seems like you know, it's like three of them are really into the idea of doing it, and then who would be the, the fourth? That's then not? the one just not, you know, and it's like got these guys are real creative and they want to do something cool then you got the one guy who's like well i'm just gonna do cover songs and you know do the same thing every night and just you know make my money and do my thing and it's like i feel sad for that you know i was happy last year when poison reunited and went on tour yeah real happy to see you know cc bobby and ricky back out there tour with cheap trick Yeah. yeah And then everybody I hear that goes to see Brett Michaels just say, eh, same old, same old. You know exactly what set list you're going to get. But it saddens me because I miss Poison. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking, you know, if you can't have Poison, what's stopping Ricky, Bobby, and CeCe from doing something? I guess Brett Michaels. I don't know. I mean, do they have to have Brett <laughs> Michaels? I mean, they don't have to call it Poison. CeCe's a good singer. The the vocal prowess that Brett Michaels brings to the table is, yeah, is pretty unparalleled. No, I can smell the sarcasm. Yeah. I can see it. It stinks, doesn't it? Ooh, it's tough. Just like, ah, never mind. It makes me sad, you know? Mm-hmm. I want to see CeCe DeVille. I want to see Bobby. I want to see Ricky. I want to see these guys out there doing something. Me too. You know? And it, it's not fair that just because Brett says no that we can't get something from the rest of them. So are you anticipating that they will do something without Brett? Trying to maybe nudge a little something here. Okay. They're trying to, you know, you know what I'm saying? So I need to send the the other three guys the link to this episode. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm really hoping that the other three guys hear what I'm saying right now. It's like, I understand that Poison is fucking awesome, but as a Poison fan... It sucks to know that we're never going to get another Poison album. And it's just because of Brett. Brett's out doing his own thing, you know what? And that's okay. That's fine for Brett. Yeah. But that's no reason why you guys can't do something. Remember Samantha 7? Oh, Samantha yeah. 7 was fucking awesome. CeCe DeVille, he's not like what you'd call a classical, beautiful singer, but I fucking love CeCe DeVille's voice. Mm-hmm. You know, for a rock band, there's nothing wrong with CeCe DeVille singing. Ricky Rocket and Bobby Dahl. Those guys can contribute on some songwriting. You know, the Glitter for My Soul album mm-hmm. has some good Ricky Rocket songwriting credits on there. You know, these guys have the talent to do it. And I've got the proof. Because back in 2002, that's right, 2002 was the last time Poison came out with a new album. There was a song on there, and it's the band without Brett. It's my favorite song on the album. Why, guys? What are you waiting on? Here's a reminder from way, way back. Like I said, in 2002, off of Hollyweird, this is Poison minus Brett Michaels. Hmm. Killer tune. Oh, I love this one. It's called Living in the Now. Got no time to think about good intentions. Got no time to think about indiscretions. Don't want to think about what's 
should do it do it for themselves do it for us if we can't have a new poison album why can't we have why can't we have that i don't know i would like it maybe you nudged them we'll see if they listen bobby doll ricky rocket singing backups doing what they do holding down that rhythm section cece deville's got the talent to sing the vocals and play lead guitar it seemed like a few years ago they were would, they were considering. Doing would you buy that. a ticket to that? Why not? You fucking a right. I'd buy a ticket to that. Yeah, I would love it. You know what? Do some old poison tunes too. Why not? You know. Yeah. There's, Go out and have fun with it. There's still a giant fan base there. I mean, they they drew pretty there's well here. There's a lot of poison fans. Yeah. That would be interested in that. So, are you willing to stand up on a bar stool? You're damn right, and I am. Tell people that you don't care what they think. I don't care what they think. I love poison. That's my favorite story. I love poison. Always have. Always will. Wish they would come back together and give us new music. Like we were just talking about Tesla. The more Tesla songs in my life, the better my life is. I just love that. With poison, these I feel like work. now there's still a, there's just a limited. There's a cap to the amount of poison music I'll ever have in my life. Right. And you know, crack smile has got some of my favorite songs on it. Mm. Ever. Not just oh, that's, Poison, but yeah, ever. You that's know? a great record. And it makes me know that they've got it in them to create new music that would be good, that Poison fan, fans would dig. Yeah, you're not selling out like it's 88. Mm. You're never going to do that. 
but you can satisfy your fans I don't and think, probably tour on it. I don't think Gary Sharon's doing anything right now. I don't don't want Gary Sharon. <laughs> I just want those three guys I'm just playing. to do something awesome like well, that. Let's see if you uh, if you put it out to the universe and see if it comes true. I got my Reebok pumps. I could get yeah, this too. There you go. Listen the to VIPs. Uh, will know VIPs, what that means. Yeah, they'll know what that means. Okay. All right. So Poison, pretty well known band. Everyone's heard of them. I'm going to play a band that from back in the day that you probably haven't heard of, unless you're one of our favorite listeners that knows this deep stuff. Spread Eagle. I know them. Yeah. I love them. Okay. So they're from New York City, and after only a few months of formation, they were signed to MCA Universal Records. They released two albums, one in 1990, self-titled and opened to the public in 93, then disbanded in 95. And in 2006, they did reunite. They put out two cool records, especially the self-titled debut, but they got swallowed up in the grunge takeover like a lot of other cool bands. Yeah, it's too bad. They will be releasing a new album this year on Frontiers. Awesome being recorded in new york and they're using the same neve console that aerosmith used for toys in the attic oh right on so i'm excited to hear how this turns out uh but for now let's take a listen back to that great self-titled debut here spread eagle with a cool song called broken city
rock and roll oh man i love spread eagle so underrated yeah that first album is really really good that's another one of them bands i didn't know i didn't know not nothing about spread eagle never even heard of them until we started doing decibel geek yeah. and then you talk to people you get on like i said at the break the hat the you go to the the facebook page and people are talking about bands like spread eagle and it's like i never heard of spread eagle and then you know one day i'm in a store and i see the cd and i pick it up i bring it home i play it and i'm like Holy shit! Yeah, the you whole know? album's wow. really strong. Yeah. Because if this was something I would have known when I was younger, oh, I would have I been it. way into it. Yeah, way it just into didn't get it. The, I mean, it didn't get marketed worth a shit because of what was going on in music at the time. So right, just got swept under the rug. But there was a lot of bands in that New York area in the late '80s, early '90s. They they actually had a pretty thriving scene, and it just got eaten away with by grunge. Yeah, it's too bad because these guys were good, yeah. good, and I'm really glad they're still putting so, out music now. Yeah, I'm excited to hear what they what they do for sure. All right, so I guess you might notice that in my next little spot here on our notes, I've got To Be Determined. Yeah, I've never so heard wanna, of them. I want to talk to you about this <laughs> because I kind of feel like I'm going to keep up a tradition here because I remember the last couple of times we did this. Mm-hmm. It was our album's anticipation for the upcoming year, and in all those years, I always said, this is the year, baby. This is it. This is the big one. This is the year we're going to get that new Guns N' Roses album. The band's all back together. They're out touring. You know, mm-hmm. you got Duff, you got Slash, you got Axel. What more do you need? You know, these guys, they got to be bouncing song ideas off each other and stuff, right? This is the year. Uh-huh. Well, guess what, Chris? What? This is the year. What? Like all the other years. They're doing a record? I feel like one of those crazy cult leaders that always predicts the end of the world. And then you just keep changing. And then I got to keep changing it because that's where I'm at now. So 2019 is the year we're going to get the new Guns N' Roses. That's definitely wishful thinking, Aaron. I mean, it's got to happen, right? I mean, the last album took 15 years, so who knows? But, (laughs) but we we got the new song from Axl Rose. What new song? Well, the new song with him and his, his side band. The, have... the Looney Tunes. What? Talk about Bugs Bunny, Porky Pig. Oh, you never heard? Oh, man. Axl hey, Rose me... is doing a song with cartoon characters? Let me tell you a little something about Bugs Bunny. What? Shred circles around Vinnie Vincent in 2019. Well, I can shred circles around Vinnie Vincent. Well, I mean, this is something This is something to behold. So in the future, the Looney Tunes are coming back. There's going to be a new, like, revamped version of them, and it's going to be on TV. Okay. And in an episode coming up, and this is all on YouTube, so we're going to pull this off the YouTube and, and share it with you right now. I'm I hope scared that, to hear I this. hope that's okay, I, because here's the thing. Once you hear this, you definitely want to go 
to the YouTube and watch the video of it because okay. there's a whole animated Bugs Bunny. I'm telling you, Porky Pig, they're all there. They're rocking out. There's an asteroid headed towards Earth, and there's only one thing that can stop the asteroid from destroying Earth. What's that? The combined powers of Bugs Bunny and Axel freaking Rose. Okay. You got to hear this, man. This is better than anything that was ever on Chinese democracy. Mm-hmm. So for you, the <laughs> listener, with an open mind, and the only new Guns N' Roses-ish song we've gotten <laughs> in forever, hopefully a sign of, of things to come for 2019. But here's Axl Rose, along with the Looney Tunes, and they're going to rock the rock. For Axel doing a song with cartoon characters, yeah. Who knew Bugs Bunny could play like that? I had no idea. And Axel Rose, man, he sounds good. And Porky Pig with that top hat and the cigarette hanging out of his mouth. It's pretty cool. Really cool. Yeah. I mean, it's just like a sweet, simple, straight-up rock tune with Axel Rose singing it. I mean, is that too much more than what we've ever asked for? Well, I mean, it it is better than anything on Chinese democracy. You're right. It really is. And its simplicity and its awesomeness, and yeah, it was either going to be that, or if we don't get a new Guns N' Roses album this year, at least I've been told we can look forward to a new Gilby Clark. Oh, thank God. Yes. So, something to look forward to. Pretty interesting. Yeah, so those are my album anticipations right. for the next year. I know you got one, I got one that more. we're all, 
all looking forward to. Yeah, and I was going to play one song, but they just released a new one yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah, so I'm going to play the the one day old re- new release. No kidding. From I have Tora not Tora. even I haven't even heard this yet. Oh, you're going to like this one. So Tora Tora doing a new album coming out on Frontiers in March called Bastards of Beale. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm just so happy we're finally getting new music from these guys because yes. it's still the original guys. They still have that original chemistry. And man, they still freaking They're rock. They're so good and uh, totally kicked ass at the Rock and Pod pre Yes, they year. did. I mean, I that was a dream come true, getting to book those guys. One of my favorite memories from Rock and Pod 2 this last year is being in the bathroom, taking a leak. <laughs> The guitar player from Tora Tora is standing Keith down Douglas. the other end. He's taking a leak, and there's two guys over there washing their hands talking about how fucking awesome Tora Tora was the night before. That's correct. And I look at them, and I look at him, and he's just, like, shaking his head like, wow, that's fucking awesome. Oh, that makes me so happy. And I was like, this rules, man. The cool compliments you get while pie. taking a whiz. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, so I'm going to round out the show with this. Um, anything you want to say before we let, get, out of the ha- get out of here today? I'm really excited for the new year. A lot yeah, of cool things going on, a lot of cool changes right here at the mm-hmm. beginning of the year, but I think it's only going to help us become even better. Yeah. And if you want to know about the kind of changes we're talking about, become a Decibel Geek VIP and become entrenched in everything in our lives. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Rounding out the show today is Tora Tora, a brand new song from Bastards of Beale yes. called Silence the Sirens, and we'll see you next week. See ya.
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.